Today, an update on the Texas abortion law. Uh, the Joe Biden town hall, it did not go great if your name happens to be Joe Biden. And uh, Alec Baldwin discharged a prop gun that killed a crew member and a director on a movie set. We have got a lot to come up today, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Happy Friday. Uh, by the way, we just want to make a, a correction. I think I said that wrong. Uh, we will get into the story later, but Alec Baldwin uh, discharged a live round from a prop gun and it did kill uh, one person, wounded someone else. We will get into that later on in the program. I am joined today by the one and only Jakub Bullions, Blaze TV contributor, Jakub Bullions, host of the Jakub Bullions show. Thank you for being here, as always. Always good. Uh, also joined by Rob Eno, Blaze media critic. And uh, I love that you are wearing, you are repping our Blaze yeah, merch. Shop.blazemedia.com. Yes. Get your stuff before the supply chain doesn't get it to you for Christmas. Do your Christmas <sighs> shopping now on shop.blazemedia.com. You've got to do it Especially now. get a Let's Go Brandon t-shirt or an Empty Shelf Joe t-shirt. Yeah, those now too. you can tell he's Rob is like helping <laughs> run that stuff. And you can tell because Logan. he's very passionate about it, yeah. very passionate about it. But we do have great merch. You can find it at shop.blazemedia.com. Uh, all right, let's get into the headlines. So the Supreme Court, as of the time of this taping, this was like pretty breaking news. In fact, I was over in the think tank with uh, my producer, Chris, and Rob just started like cheering at, the, at one of the TV screens that we have on. We have all of the, sadly, we have all of the mainstream media shows to try to stay up to date on what's going on. And uh, Rob just starts cheering and we're like, what, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, and he's cheering at the screen because they had just announced that uh, the Supreme Court today uh, refused again to immediately block the Texas law that bans most abortions after six weeks. Uh, they said that um, they are going to fast track their consideration of appeals from the Justice Department and abortion providers in Texas, and they scheduled the arguments for November 1st, but they still uh, were presented once again with an application to enjoin a statute enacted in open disregard for the constitutional rights of women seeking abortion care in Texas. This is from uh, Justice Sonia Sotomayor. She filed the dissent obviously, but uh, they decided, the court over, overall decided that uh, they were going to turn down that request again. The law will stand until the case is heard uh, at the Supreme Court level. Your thoughts, gentlemen? I celebrate with Rob for, for multiple reasons. Of course, we are defending life in the womb and out of it, but how refreshing is it that a court actually rules you know, in favor of life, and a court is actually consistent and holds the fort. It wasn't just the one hit and miss, and so let's keep it going. Hopefully Oklahoma will jump on board soon. They've got, they signed their heartbeat bill, so you know they're gonna go after Governor Stitt and the guys over there, but it's refreshing to see some, some you know, plumb line of law in our country again that's been so lawless and especially lawless by the courts for about two years. So it's refreshing to, to see them actually defending life. Am I the only one who's waiting for the other shoe to drop? Like, I'm just like, uh, I, I, want, I, I want to be optimistic, but I just can't fully get there. I, 
You know, if they were going to immediately get rid of it, they would have immediately got rid of it. You but I, I do have a little bit, a little bit of that. But I, I want to go back to what Sotomayor said. Um, that you said that she said a what, what was the exact yeah and quote? let me let me give you the rest of it too because right, it's, exactly. it's great it's uh, great for the second time the court is presented with an application to enjoin a statute enacted in open disregard of the constitutional rights of women seeking abortion care in Texas she added this is my favorite part for the second time the court declines to act immediately to protect these women from grave and irreparable harm wow. Hmm. Grave and irreparable harm. Um, so the guy, the, the, the baker, right, in mm -hmm. Colorado, mm -hmm. he didn't want to bake the cake, brought it to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court said you can't force the guy to bake a cake. But now he's got other charges and he came back up because Colorado just disregarded yeah. the unconstitutionality. It, it's funny that when the left disregards court cases over and over and over again, whether it be on the Second Amendment and does more onerous gun regulations, mm -hmm. which we'll talk about a little bit later guns, but more onerous gun regulations, even after the Supreme Court said that you can't, they keep going back. But when, lo and behold, you know, a state like Texas tries to protect life, and if I remember correctly, I mean, I was uh, in the womb of an unwed teenage mother on the day that the government said that they could kill me in 1973 when Roe v. Wade came down. Um, just mm -hmm. want to point that out. Mm -hmm. um, but what I what I remember from that is one of the thing one of the things that they did and why you know you could still have limitations on third trimester abortions was it was viability mm -hmm. that if there mm -hmm. could be viability outside of the womb that's coming down yes. down down yes. down yeah. down and it's it like at nineteen eighteen weeks now yeah. we've not updated it so they've said you know what we'll just wait until you're biologically a human with a human heartbeat right and that's what this law is and so it is different than what Roe v Wade ruled on Roe v. Wade actually had as part of it viability yeah. out of the womb of a fetus. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, you know, it just strikes me as uh, incredible that the lack of self-awareness from people like Justice Sotomayor, who says uh, that we need to protect these women from grave and irreparable harm. And I just can't help but think, isn't it the babies who are being killed right. who are yeah. who are really being harmed irreparably here? That's the irreparable harm is death. I, yeah, I feel What's the irreparable like... Harm? If you don't want irreparable harm in your in your definition, don't get pregnant. Yeah. There are methods for you not to get pregnant. Don't sleep around. Maybe don't breed a promiscuous culture that sexualizes teenagers. Now, people, you know? people would say there they are can people say that. who... Well, they would say there are people who are raped. I, and I would still say, as horrible as rape is, Sarah, right? God is the creator. That child still has a right to live. And it's terrible. Rape is terrible. That's my stance. This is not the network stance. Rape is terrible. I hear No, you. I think the network but also says, rape, says is rape is terrible. But this, no, the <laughs> network says rape is terrible, but I said that child still has a right to live. The second you start picking balls and strikes about who gets to live and who doesn't, you're in a gray vacuum and it's, it's an endless pit. That argument doesn't stop. So either life is sacred or it's not. Yeah. And you have over 60 million dead people. That's it. Do, do you also find it uh, a little frightening, like I do, that you have an actual Supreme Court justice who is saying that uh, it is a constitutional right for women to have abortions? 
I mean, it, it's they, I mean, these they, are supposed to be the experts on. If you the go with Roe v. Wade, but I mean, you know, Dred Scott that's was a not bad a, decision too. It's not a constitutional. Well, that's not a constitutional right, right though. Yeah. That, that would be a that would be well, a they, case they, precedent. They, they say that they based it on the Constitution, and that's why it's a constitution. It's not an enumerated constitutional right. But you get, see yeah, how yeah, they're yeah, using yeah, this know, language. Know, they're no, using semantics to try to shift the culture into thinking that that is actually in the Constitution. Half the people they speak to, Sarah, haven't read the Constitution. Half the people they speak to don't know the Constitution. This is why I say know the law of the land, understand the rights you have in this country, because they'll tell you it's a constitutional right, and people will go march on that. In, when in fact, the opposite is true, because it is a constitutional right that you have the right to life. Right? Yes, correct. It's almost and like, liberty it's almost and the like, pursuit of happiness, but you have the right to like life the right there Eden. in the Constitution. It feels like the Garden of Eden when yeah. Satan comes and says, well, does it really mean this, and does it really mean that? A little doubt, so a little doubt, mm. a little leaven. These are the same people. I mean, I know we're going to get to it later, but that, you know, openly cheered the president of the United States when he laughed about people having freedom. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the same people. That's yeah. right. It's, yeah. it's, you know, that's, right. that's fair. You know what? Let, let's let's switch to that now. Um, I have a feeling we'll be getting into this now and then continue it uh, after the break. But let's get into this Joe Biden town hall. Uh, Rob, as you pointed out, there were some there were some interesting moments in this town hall. I was actually shocked that uh, Joe Biden agreed to do it in the first place. But um, let's go. Let's go through some of these clips that we have here. Um, of course, there were several moments where you go, "Ooh, what is this man doing? Is he short circuiting? Has he lost his mind? Is he alive? Like you want someone to kind of flick him and Holograms. make sure that he's yeah that he's okay. Um, <laughs> let's first go to the uh, Joe Biden. I, let's get through the 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 ones with less substance. Now we'll kind of move uh, the opposite way here. So let's go to Joe Biden during one of Anderson Cooper's questions. He just those of you who are listening on audio, you got to go and watch it for yourself. He's just standing there with his hands clenched, not moving, not doing anything, just standing there listening to the question. And it's just very bizarre to watch. About that, with just in terms of inflation, because you had told uh, us at a town hall, I think it was in July, that the in, this was just near-term inflation. The, the Wall Street Journal recently talks to like 67 uh, financial experts who said that they, they saw high inflation going all the way or deep into 2022. I, what? Yeah, there's, there's, there's. Play it again. Play, play that. Play that. We don't have to listen to the. We don't have to listen to the audio. Can we just play it while we're talking? Yeah, it's, there's Nero, there's Nero misfire, there's neuromuscular issues he, going on. I, I mean, mean yeah. this is, and again, yeah, this is, it's sad, um, but. That is not normal This behavior. is also the, I mean, this is the president of the United States. This is supposed to be the person in the highest office in the country. So, uh, you know, forgive me if I'm not too, like, um, I don't know saddened about it more than I am like very upset <laughs> that everyone has still elevated him to this position. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it, it, there, there is obvious cognitive decline. Mm -hmm. They they hid for it. I mean, Katie Couric admitted that people hide things all the time. It was on something different. It was the Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing, but that's what the media mm -hmm. does. They hid for him. There's a reason that he has every single one of his press conferences and appearances at like 10 a.m. in the morning and not yeah. at night. And, and we're seeing why. Yeah, how many times did we see Joe Biden's called a lid today and it was like 9 a.m.? Yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, but but all of his events, if you like all of his events that you see on TV are all before like noon Eastern time. 
right. no matter what part of the country he's in, because I, I don't think he can cognitively function later than that. Um, there's some things, and you'll probably show it, um, what one of the late stage signs of, of Alzheimer's is people clenching their fists all the time, and he kind of showed that that sort of thing, um, as Elijah says, the ice cream. You know, it's it's um, it, it's just it's amazing to me that this person is the president of the United States, and we're not watching the movie, Dave. Yeah, look, uh, under yeah, pressure, the weakest link always yeah. shows, right? This is what we always yeah, say. That, that's the, that, that, that's yeah, the fist, yeah, that's the fist clenching. That's what we the just played, yeah. And the under pressure, the weakest link shows. That's, it, you're going to show where yeah. things are broken. And I think that kind of direct line of questioning, he has never done well with as a, as a president. And in the line of fire, in the public, he's probably anticipating being cornered, anticipating having an episode, because mm -hmm. at this point in time, he must also know when it's coming. And so I think he's just under so much, I honestly think this guy's under so much pressure. You're going to see all the, the quirks, the twerks, all the different things are going to come out. And that is indicative of misfire. You said misfire earlier, I think you did, or ceasing or whatever. It's, it's very alarming. Yeah. If you saw that, I would say this, if you saw that with another leader, if you saw Kim Young or, or you saw, you know, uh, Putin or somebody behave this way, the world would be a buzz going, what's up? If it happened one time, right? Mm -hmm. This happens daily, frequently. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's let's get more into this after the break, because we have a few other clips to play, um, namely the one Rob referred to earlier that I mean, you guys and you're, you think that you have freedom. That's so cute. And you hear the audience chuckle about it. It is uh, very alarming to, uh, to hear from the president of America. We'll get into that after the break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bonner Wines, which, as you guys know, I do have to keep with me at all times. Just, you know, you just never know when the moon might strike. Rob, I gave you a right, bottle and of I got Bonner. some more from them last week, and I had some in the, the high altitude of Colorado. It, the high altitude wine stacks up oh. in the high altitude of Colorado. Yeah. Um, when I was on a little little mini vacation last week. So it, it, it's really, really good stuff. It is, it's great. It, uh, did you eat a steak with it? What did you eat with it? I had a steak. I brought okay. my sous vide on vacation with me. And oh, wonderful. Did a little sous vide steak and Love it. made a steak at the, at the little it kind of was like a timeshare type thing, but yeah, yeah. that's great. I don't steak. It was fantastic. That's awesome. Great wine. Well, we only accept uh, medium rare steak if on this program if you are going to pair it with a steak. But it does. It really pairs great with a steak. As Rob mentioned, uh, the vineyards, the grapes are grown in Argentina at like nine thousand feet, so you are getting a wine that is truly, truly unique, and they're they're not going to have inflated prices. You are getting top quality wine for like half the price. You're cutting out the middleman. Don't go to the grocery store and get your wine there. Get it directly from Bonner. My audience gets 50% off today. No promo code is necessary. All you have to do is go over to cowgirlwine2021.com. Go get you some. They are flying off the shelves, so hurry. Okay, cowgirlwine2021.com. Uh, Joe Biden, as we mentioned, had a town hall last night, and uh, during that town hall, he also said that he would be open to ending the Senate fil filibuster to ram through a uh, sweeping federal overhaul of the United States elections and, of course, other parts of his agenda. Um, but he did add that pushing to end the filibuster now would kill any chance of passing his economic agenda. He says, but he says that he would entertain the notion 
of doing away with the filibuster, but just on the one issue. And certainly this isn't going to be a slippery slope at all, I'm sure. Here's Joe Biden saying that. It's still as difficult to end the filibuster beyond that. That's another issue. But, but, but are you saying uh, once you get this current uh, agenda passed on uh, spending and social programs, that you would be open to fundamentally altering the, the filibuster or, or, doing away with the, or doing away with it? Well, that remains to be seen exactly what that means in terms of fundamentally altering <clears throat> whether or not we just end the filibuster straight up. Um, there are certain things that are just sacred rights. One's a sacred obligation that we're never going to renege on a debt. We're the only nation in the world. <clears throat> we have never, ever reneged on a single debt. But when it comes to voting rights, <laughs> voting okay. rights you, is equally as consequential. When it comes to voting rights, just so I'm clear, though, you would entertain the notion of doing away with the filibuster on that one issue? Is that correct? And maybe more. And maybe other issues. So, yes, if you're uh, you, you may think you missed something. You didn't. That's just how it all unfolded. Yeah. No, I know. No, He's but like, so, it, no, it, yeah, but no, we can't. Well, we can't do that. OK, yes, I'll do it. And maybe anyway, more. Maybe more. <laughs> and, and it's the hands in the pockets. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that is not a position yeah. of strength. No, the hands in the pockets. No. That's a slumped over, resigned. You know, it, it's just it's amazing to see looking that at the ground, not, look at him yeah, looking look at, at the, the ground. ground. He's yeah, guilty. He's, not, yeah. he's guilty. This man can't make eye contact with Anderson Cooper for crying out loud. Okay, who really is his main job there is to bail Joe Biden out. Absolutely. Right. Are you yeah. This is an ally. Yeah. He can't make eye contact with an ally. He's got his hands in his pocket like he's a weird dude at a kid's playground. You know, this is not a guy to be trusted. And mark my words. He means what he says at the end there, and maybe more. Right. Because what they have in the pipeline, what they've shown behind the curtain to Joe, what they would like to do, they being the Obamas and those who really pulled the strings that's attached to his shoulders that you can't see, right? The puppeteers. They want to do a whole lot more. They want to fundamentally change our nation from the core. They want to take and strip rights, and he means it there, and maybe more. No, not maybe. This is the agenda, and it should... This should rock Americans that he's this incompetent and has this much power. It, it and it is interesting too because he that really was a pretty gentle push from Anderson Cooper. Yeah, right. I mean, nothing. He, yeah, it like, was a very gentle pushback, and to go from uh, saying all of the jargon that Biden had just said, making it sound like he was like, well, you know, we don't want to. Well, all right. Fine. All right, I'll do it. And yeah. more. <laughs> yeah, and more. And like he has the ability to do it. He's the president. It's a separate branch of Congress, the separate branch yeah. of the government. Yeah. Now, that's the other thing that like just in yeah. this goes back to the election. right? You, you said they want to push through things and it's what Republicans don't do. They have an eight seat majority in the House of Representatives. If four people in swing districts switch tomorrow, Kevin McCarthy would be the leader of would be the speaker of the House of Representatives. Mm -hmm. They have a zero person majority. They have a tie breaking majority in the Senate, in the media, in the administration. And everyone makes it look like they have a tremendous mandate to do anything. Joe Biden got elected because he didn't send mean tweets and people were sick of Donald Trump and the controversy surrounding Donald Trump. 
They almost lost the House. They almost lost the Senate as they took the presidency. There is no mandate here. That's and it's right. what Republicans don't do. If Republicans enacted like these guys acted huh. when Donald Trump won the election and they had both houses of Congress, we'd be in a much different place right now. Well, we, couldn't keep the, we couldn't keep the House for two years because we go to sleep. Whenever we get yeah. any sort of power in the GOP, we go to sleep. We don't push through any boundary or any wall. Right. There's no guts because the ones that actually lead the GOP, don't play for a party. They're in one party. They're in the same party. They're, they're in the, let's croak at the Senate party. Let's stay here forever. The Mitch McConnells and those kind of guys, they're not standing for anything that we actually believe in. Supposed to rep If they did, they would take the position we have right now and go bulldoze. But the left does it. The, the fact that, that the leaders of the Republican Party, that Kevin McCarthy isn't going right now as they're doing this crazy stuff, so the eight or nine members right. that are supposedly moderates that are in districts that Donald Trump won and saying, look, this is going to be nasty for you next year. Yeah, we're Come coming with for us you. now. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or we're coming for you. Yeah, but they don't do it. They don't do it. Yeah. Uh, I would just sum that up to say uh, the Republicans in office don't have any balls. Uh, yes, all right. So one more, I, I would say the most frightening uh, part of this town hall, Biden was asked about the first responders and police officers who are refusing the vaccine, uh, even though there is a mandate and whether or not they should be forced to remain at home or be fired. Here is that exchange. This is a busman's holiday for you guys having to come in here. <laughs> but thank you. Uh, Mr. President, let me ask you a follow about that. As, as many as, as one in three emergency responders in some cities like Chicago, Los Angeles, right here in Baltimore, are refusing to comply with city vaccine mandates. I'm wondering where you stand on that. Should police officers, emergency responders be mandated to get vaccines? And if not, should they be stay at home or let go? Yes and yes. Uh, By the way, I waited until uh, July to talk about mandating because I tried everything else possible. The mandates are working. All the stuff about people leaving and people getting it, you have, you have everyone from United Airlines to Spirit, all these airlines, we're not going to get all 96, 97% of the people have gotten the vaccine. All the talk about all these folks who are going to leave the military if they're, they're mandated. Not true. You got about a 90-some percent vaccination rate. I mean, so there's a, the idea is that, uh, look, the two things that concern me, one are those who just try to make this a political issue, freedom. I have the freedom to kill you with my COVID. No, I mean, come on, freedom, number one. Number two, the second one is that, uh, you know, the, the gross misinformation that's out there. Uh, the gross misinformation that's out there. From your party. Uh, that is rich coming from, from the man who just spewed a ton of lies. Good now gracious. he wants to talk about the gross misinformation coming out there. It's incredible. 96%? 96%? If 96%, you said you needed 98%. If 96% of the military or 96% of first responders were vaccinated, why are we having this conversation? This guy okay. lies. He, I actually think he's never telling the truth. No, it, yeah. and, and that that's the thing. I've got people that are Republican conservative friends of mine. They're like, oh, this is just a public union uh, negotiating tactic. They're trying to get something. That's what they do. Um, 
but but the misinformation he's obviously talking about like vaccine misinformation yeah. and, and things like that i mean i don't know if you saw uh steve dace from the steve dace show here on blaze mm -hmm. tv tweeted out um a report that alex berenson you know the the most dangerous man in news because he was you know a real journalist until mm -hmm. real journalism was you know outlawed by the social media companies a uk report on page 23 of the latest uk vaccine report it says that people that got COVID and have both vaccines have lower immune responses uh, um, than not. Which also goes along with all of the other science that we've yes. been seeing. Right. On we're we're how a non-science science. And we're the only, I think we're one of a few, we might be the only, I think we're the only country um, that is greenlit this for like five-year-olds yeah. um, to go. We're, what I don't think people understand and what gets me absolutely utterly ticked off now i have both i have two vaccines because i have diabetes i got them you don't even have to explain yourself right, rob it's, it's your choice right yeah. I have the like, two you, vaccines, don't need, right? you don't need to explain but yourself. exactly here's the deal mrna vaccines are not traditional normal vaccines the mm -hmm. way that an mrna vaccine works is it takes messenger rna it injects it into your cells and it in fact turns your cells into a bioreactor to create an artificial substance that your body doesn't make mm -hmm. That's what they do. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to stay in your arm area. We've seen that they've gone to other parts mm -hmm. of the body. You're sending mess, you're, you're programming your cells with genetic material, not with DNA, okay? Facebook, mm -hmm. you're gonna say, it's not right to say that they alter DNA. They don't alter DNA, but messenger RNA is genetic material. You're turning yeah, your cells into a bioreactor like Genzyme and Pfizer and biotech mm -hmm. companies all do with Chinese hamster ovary cells and E. coli cells to make drugs. You're turning your body into that. Putting that into a five-year-old developing person's body, altering the genetic material that goes into their cells should be a crime, shouldn't yeah. be something that is being advocated by the... Now, if this was a regular vaccine mm -hmm. and put little spike proteins in and then your body, like the T cells were like, okay, I know what those are, I'm not gonna do it. That's fine. That's not what this is it's doing. It's not fine to me. It's but. pro, but yeah, it's but, still not but fine to me. But you're but weakening. Different. You're weakening the immune system of a child now to the to the place where that child's body is not going to be able to detect foreign bodies from what's dangerous and what's not. And and there's no question. Other other nations have these studies out. And yes, take the vaccine. You don't have to justify it. But if you, the second you start playing with children with these things, I start saying. Bigger picture, bigger agenda. This is not about science. It's got nothing to do with the health of people because if they actually cared, they know the child is healthy. So I'm just telling you, this is a program to social engineering. And I think that, that that's, that's the issue, I think, at heart, is that children are not uh, at risk generally speaking, Absolutely from not. this disease. So of, of, as if we need a vaccine to protect all of these children when they are not at risk is just mind-boggling to me. I do want to leave you guys with one more point on this particular clip, which is uh, it should terrify everyone that uh, the President of the United States actually, um, number one, said, I basically, I wanted you guys to feel like you were getting the freedom to choose. I waited as long as I could, and then I had to do the mandate because you guys weren't listening. Your freedom is an illusion, yes. is what he is trying mm. to tell you. And then he laughs about your freedom. Freedom, please. You don't have the freedom to kill anyone as if we have not operated in a free society 
with transmissible diseases until 2020. It's incredible to me that now all of a sudden they view you being in a free society with transmissible diseases as somehow killing people. Um, so, by the way, brought to you by the same party that called Donald Trump a fascist. Would just like to point right. that out. Mm -hmm. All right, we got to take a break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar, which um, I just got a new box today, and I'm really excited, you guys. Like, literally, I just saw this as I was coming onto You're the set. You're pulling out all the tricks from the Am table. I going to, okay. I don't know if I'm supposed to share this with you guys. Um, well, first of all, they, they gave me some, some uh, blueberry muffin ones that I am dying to try because this is a new flavor, is blueberry muffin. But they included, I think that these are gonna be like limited run flavors, a puff that's pumpkin flavored. For the pumpkin season. Pumpkin flavored puffs. Yeah, I think it's like a Halloween. So, that's so be basic, on the lookout. <laughs> this, is my, this is my basic white girl flavor. Hey, uh, be on the lookout for these. I can't wait to try one. Uh, it is a wonderful idea for a fall flavor. So I'm going to stuff my face with uh, Built Bars and Built Puffs basically after this show is what I'm telling you. If you have not yet tried Built Bar, you have to. It's a protein bar, but it is uh, it tastes like a candy bar. But you're not actually eating a candy bar. You're eating something that is not going to expand your waistline. If you love chocolate and you love things delicious, you got to try Built Bar. Go to Built.com. Use promo code NEWS15. You'll save 15% off of your order over at BUILTBUILT.com. Promo code NEWS15. Absolute tragedy unfolding in uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. Actor Alec Baldwin uh, apparently discharged a prop firearm uh, on a movie set, and it apparently had a live round in it. Uh, he ended up killing the director of photography for the film and wounding uh, the director of the film. This is according to the Santa Fe County Sheriff's office. Um, Alec Baldwin has not, there have been no charges filed as of the time of this taping. Uh, he was very distraught. He, I know he posted on Twitter earlier that he was fully cooperating uh, with the sheriff's office. He says, there are no words to convey my shock and sadness regarding the tragic accident that took the life of Halnia Hutchins, a wife, mother, and deeply uh, admired colleague of ours. I'm fully cooperating with the police investigation to address how this tragedy occurred. And uh, I am in touch with her husband, offering my support to him and his family. My heart is broken for her husband, their son, and all who knew and loved uh, Halnia. I, 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 I'm interested to get your thoughts, gentlemen. I know that there is a lot of um, facts of this case that still have yet to develop. How in the world, namely, uh, live ammunition got into this prop gun that was on a movie set waiting to be fired and how Alec Baldwin got a hold of it and like was not shown, did not know, did not check. It's just a lot of questions that I have. Uh, but certainly I wouldn't wish this on anyone because I'm sure this is something that just stays with you I for I want to take an interesting angle on this. As a film director, I direct, yeah. I have guns in the films we shoot, and there's checks and balances, in incredible checks and balances. Mm -hmm. And you have imagine. to understand, it goes through systems. You've got a prop union, the prop master, the director, you know, the actor. So there's a couple things I want to say. This is what happens and can happen on a film set when you make COVID the priority. There are zones now on film sets, COVID zones, where you can't walk. And it is, it is adjudicated so strenuously. And here comes a live round and makes it into a weapon. Number one, 
Yes, the prop master should have checked it. The director is also ultimately also responsible. It's your film set. You know, the, the actor himself, though, here's a veteran actor, okay, who has handled many weapons in his life, probably not trained or just negligent because it's still at the end of the day. I've been shooting guns since I was five years old. When the weapon is in your hand, yeah. at the end of the day, no matter who's to blame, who snuck a lie, whatever happened, however that live round got in the chamber, the gun is in your hand, your fingers on the trigger. You are responsible mm -hmm. to check you that check weapon. It. Is something yeah. in the chamber, is something in the magazine. If I'm an actor, even as a director, there's almost paranoia on a set when there's guns on a set. Okay, mm -hmm. so this shouldn't happen. Kind of like way back when John Landis had a helicopter crash on the film set of Thriller. Michael Jackson's thriller. Helicopter crashed, kids died. It was a malfunction of the actual equipment of the helicopter. A gun doesn't shoot itself. A human being fires the round. And at the end of the day, the buck, ultimately, you've, you've got to check. But there's so many checks and balances that the way it made it through that whole system is, is mind-blowing to me. And it, it just makes you wonder, Rob, if, you know, I, I mean, I have a feeling Alec Baldwin is fairly anti-gun. But it Probably. just makes you wonder if if he had taken the time to become a little bit more educated on guns, whether he would have checked. Because as Yaku said, I mean, that's like one of the basic things that yeah. you learn when you become educated with your firearm is that, number one, you're constantly having to check. But number two, you, of course, don't ever fire at something you don't intend to kill. But right. You don't point on, it a, on somebody a movie else. set. I realize that's a little different, but yeah. that's yeah. why you have to check. Yeah. And I mean, but I mean, we don't know still. Was he like trashing around with them, like pointing at like, we I don't know if this happened during. I saw a report that I cannot, I cannot we confirm we don't the know. validity All I'm of saying it. Is, yeah. is, is we don't know. Um, so, so we don't know. Right. But it is ultimately your responsibility as the person with the gun to know exactly what is in the gun, how the gun works, what's happening with the gun. I am a clumsy person. It's why I don't own a gun because <laughs> I would be afraid to do something like this. Um, I trip like walking down the stairs, right? So I mean, that, those are things that I'm not gonna do, but I'm responsible enough to not know that. What I hope this does is I hope that this brings, um, I, I would say an awareness that that Hollywood actors, if they're going to go on sets and they're going to have weapons, that they might want to take an evil NRA course, or even if it's not the NRA, mm -hmm. somebody else, to learn how to handle a gun. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, at the, at the end of the day, I, I think I heard somebody, and it might have been you before, that, that normally when these things happen, the prop guy shows them that the gun's empty. Yes. Mm -hmm. They go through a, there's supposed to be a bunch of checks and balances to make sure that that gun is not going to fire. Mm -hmm. they, they, I mean? are, they are there. And typically what would happen, you have to remember, you shoot a movie out of sequence and in multiple takes. I don't know what take this was. Was it take 20? Which means he might have fired 20 times by this time, right? Mm -hmm. so, so guns are being handled. And typically what you would do as a director, after every take, your prop master walks in, takes the gun. This is what you should be doing. Now, so if that there was negligence there, is it a revolver? We don't know. Is it a pistol? Is it revolving? Are they reloading blanks because he's firing multiple takes? If it's a six-gun shooter, right? Uh, you know, Now you shot six takes, you're reloading the gun. So there's a a lot of activity on a film set there's 170 people there's so many moving parts on a film set right but the fact that they are more concerned about 
COVID crackdown, mm -hmm. I promise you on that film set, they had zones, A, B, C zones, where you can move through different zones. And maybe even the zone system inhibited some people to enter the zone close to the actor, not to give them COVID, to check the dang gun often enough or whatever. I wouldn't be surprised if it was something like that. But th there's a lot going through an actor's mind. And I feel so bad for Alec. Mm -hmm. yeah, terrible for Alec, you know, and it's terrible. I mean, this is an, a tragedy, but this is why the, the amount of guns that's used on a film set for this to happen, there are very strict protocols at the moment on film sets. This, there are ways to do this, but still, at the end of the day, when your finger's on a trigger, you need to know what's inside that weapon. Which, I, I mean, I feel like is a fair statement considering these are the people who have said this for years, right? Like, you, sh you should be mandated to take a, you know, a safety course. You should be mandated to do all these things. You sh we should make it very hard for you to own a weapon. Um, I mean, these are people who are saying that, right? So you would hope that they would expect that out of themselves many people are liable here i mean the prop master the props union said it's a live round Do you so, so the union said hey because th there's unions and unions okay so the prop master of the union somebody put a live round in either a magazine or in a in a revolver somebody got a live round in there could have been a pure accident but it should have been caught somewhere so you can't just blame alec but still everybody in the on that set that's in the decision making process director not the DP's role, the DP fo focuses on the camera, but the director, the AD, the assistant director, is the director's separate set of eyes. Mm -hmm. Who's the AD? You know, the AD is the one that runs the set, by the way, if you don't know. By the clock, by the minute, the AD controls what happens in the makeup room, what makeup's use, continuity. This is a continuity issue. Where's the continuity, you know, a person on the set, the prop, props handler. There's so many people that this had to pass by, yeah. it's not just one person. Yeah. It's 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 a it's tragic. Yeah, it really is uh, tragic, and of course, our thoughts and prayer uh, prayers out to, of course, the families of all of those who are affected. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. talk about the state of the economy uh, before we have to end the program and I'm smiling I'm just it's I I like to live by the motto you laugh so you don't cry which is really I feel like where we're at uh, as a society every day it seems like we've got all of these supply chain issues the Biden administration says well that's just because people are like so loaded now they're so rich because wages are up that they're just spend 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 spending they can't spend their money enough on things we're seeing uh, high gas prices we're seeing everything uh, inflate there was an interesting story on the New York Post today about how uh, New York City prices are rising not just for your grocery bills, um, which is interesting because I, I was still enjoying the 16 cents that we saved on our July 4th cookouts, but uh, not just your grocery bills, also for things like blowouts, mani-pedis, and pizza, they said. Uh, so they, they listed some of these prices. One of them was um, pizza, Previous price, $3 for a regular slice, $4.50 for a square. Uh, those prices are increasing. Uh, how about this one? Bagels and locks went from $13.75 to $13.95. Dry cleaning is going up. Uh, inexpensive wine is going up, $9.99 to uh, $11.99. 
plants are going up. So people are out there trying to plant new things for their garden. Uh, $25 for popular plants went to $40. A Manny Petty's gone from $35 to $40. So it's things that, you know, you might not think of here. Oh, here's my favorite. Tequila cocktails. This is... I have an issue with you, Joe Biden. You made my tequila cocktail go from $12 to $16, $12 all the way to $18. How dare you? How dare you? That is unforgivable. All right. So all of these things, these parts of uh, normal everyday life for a lot of Americans, not just people in New York City, uh, that they are going to have to figure out how to pay for on top of, as I already mentioned, the ever rising gas prices, Mm -hmm. the grocery store bills, everything else. um, When is I just feel like I I have to ask this question. When is America going to wake up? Is this going to be it? I, I, I don't know. Do you I, I think don't. that the, the average American who voted for Joe Biden is going to realize yeah, when yeah. they pay increased yeah. prices for all of these? Are they going to realize that they are the ones who ultimately I don't think they're going to realize that they're the ones that did it. I think you see a lot of buyer's remorse in, in polling. I think that um, you, you're going to see in some of these states that have their their state elections in an off year um, that people are going to vote their anger on things like this. I think you're going to see... Um, Terry McAuliffe, who's not the incumbent, but he might as well be an incumbent because he's been the governor before, lose in Virginia. And and I saw an interesting one today, a race that was 13 points different was the New Jersey governor's race a month and a half ago. The latest polling showed it as a six point race, but four points with leaners that the Democratic Mm -hmm. incumbent governor. Um, I have friends in New Jersey that think that 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 might be one to watch. I mean, if if the Democrats lose the governorship of New Jersey and they lose um, the governorship in the, in the, the legislature again in, in Virginia, mm-hmm. a lot of it's going to be pointed to this, quote unquote, transitory. Um, you know, it's only here for a little time. Inflation, which is absolute poppycock. It's, it's what this administration wants to do. You will have friends, people that listen to the news and why it matters on the podcast or see us on YouTube that will tell you, well, the president has nothing to do with gas prices. This president in the first week and a half of his administration <laughs> put through a series of executive orders that were meant to destroy the oil and gas industry because it was an evil thing. Which Policy he said. matters. Yeah, absolutely. He, admitted. he said absolutely. it in the first week and a half. Yeah. He did it. Yeah. Um, Keith it's Simon time that and you all start, those yeah. deals. All those yeah. deals. Yeah. Look, here's the deal. The second, and I said it, oh, it's so funny how when gas prices go up, everything else go up. Yeah, because it's got to be transported. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gas prices up 25%. There's your cocktail, your tequila, it's probably up 40%, right? I'm pissed. But, but I hope, yeah, you should be. I hope <laughs> this happens. The buyer's remorse happens. But what I have seen is those who have voted for, for Biden, there's such a disconnect. They're the ones complaining also going, I can't believe things are so expensive. Yeah, you idiot. You voted for this policy. Mm-hmm. This is a mindset. Understand that the people you vote for actually infect change and affect change in your country. And this guy is about driving us into socialism, where if you add it all up, really add it all up, you're going to end up paying 60, 65 percent tax in this country and you're gonna pay you know what i'm happy about really happy about when i saw that picture of that ship Mm -hmm. with all the containers 
that your products are made in the USA. You don't yes. have to worry that your lipstick is stuck on a ship, Sarah. My my lipstick make it is in America. In Buy American. Well, but and but that's an interesting point, and I will just I know we're running out of time, but there are a lot of American companies who are still having problems. Sourcing. Because, yeah, yes, of course. Because I understand materials it. come I understand from other it. places. I understand, but it's a little different than if it's made across the water and it yeah. still needs to yes. come. Then sourcing. I get it. I mean, it's a, it's a problem for um, everyone. And, it's going to resonate tell you, with I everyone. Took, last, yeah, anecdotally, real quick. anecdotes. I drove across the country again, went up to, to Colorado, like I said mm -hmm. last week. The length of trains that you see are significantly shorter now in yes. October than they were in May. Mm. It, it, it was it was very pronounced to me that the containers, you know, the container trains that you saw in May of last year when I went out to um, Arizona compared to October of this yeah. year, much, much shorter, less containers on it. You can see it. Yeah. All right. We got to take a break. We'll be back. Yeah, you sit on the shelves. I mean, I went into Coles the other day. Well, it's Friday, and that means uh, we're going to upset Yaku with uh, Hate Mail Friday. Because yeah, he, can't. you along with, I think there are some people in the audience too, it just, it makes them very angry. Yeah, I don't, don't like, want me to I do not I've got a different sense of humor. I don't find this kind of stuff funny. Th these are fighting words for me. <laughs> well, take that, internet trolls, all right? So uh, here, my producer pulled uh, some sort of mean comment about me that I now have to read on air. So there is a, there was a video that The Blaze tweeted out, a clip from our show, and what, this is actually one of my one of my trolls who comments all the time. Uh, what's wrong with her throat and five head? So, well, I would just say, uh, troll Morton Mania One, that um, you actually don't have a picture of yourself online, and I feel like there's a reason for that. Okay, he's he has an avatar of, of Charlie Kirk instead of himself. So, and the, what's up with my with with my throat is that um, I'm fit. Yeah. You may not be uh, used to seeing that, uh, or any women at all, really, but that's what's going on with my throat. <laughs> Just thought I'd point that out. Thanks for being here, guys. We'll see you Monday. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.